In school, I was taught that math is perfect. I could question history, interpret literature, interrogate philosophy, but math was unnegotiable. Math was absolute. Formulas were to be memorized and plugged in. Math always gives us the right answers, my teachers told me. Just memorize the rules and symbols and math will never let you down. So math is perfect. Or so that's what I thought. We are repeatedly told that the future is automated and that this is a good thing. Algorithms and AI are said to make the world more efficient and productive. And in many ways, this is true. You actually interact with artificial intelligence every day, all day long. It just doesn't feel all that magical. So it's artificial intelligence that is inside of your email, that is going through reading your messages and determining which ones are likely to be spam, and they're sent into a different folder, and which ones are meaningful. It's artificial intelligence that on your mobile devices makes suggestions, locates where you are, tracks your whereabouts, makes it easier to use your voice to interact. And when you're in your car driving from place to place, it's artificial intelligence that helps power the GPS system. So we've hit an inflection point. That's Amy Webb, professor at New York University's Stern School of Business on NBC. She goes on to talk about how it's problematic that just a few companies spread between the US and China, companies like Tencent and Google, control and manufacture so much of the AI that impact all of us and proposes that we should seriously consider treating AI as a public good. I think it's probably time that we have a meaningful conversation about artificial intelligence as a public good, that we treat it as we do the air, where we have um, guidelines and restrictions around pollution, around uh, what can be done. It's probably time that we have similar conversations for the role that AI plays in everyday life. Right, so we should audit the AI that impact us and regulate it if necessary. And the same goes for algorithms. This seems like common sense. Yet the world we live in today doesn't work like that. So much of the code of algorithms and AI are black boxes, and the private companies that own the code have no obligation to reveal them to the public. Big tech instead assuages any fears that we might have towards their technology by marketing their tech as objective, neutral, and just. And we blindly place our trust and faith into their mathematical models. Because it's math. Math is perfect, isn't it? In 2016, ProPublica came out with a report titled Machine Bias. Their investigation found that an algorithm called Compass which is widely used in the United States to assess the potential of a criminal committing a future crime, was racially biased. The investigation found that blacks are almost twice as likely as whites to be labeled a higher risk but not actually reoffend, whereas Compass makes the opposite mistake among whites. Whites are much more likely than blacks to be labeled lower risk but go on to commit other crimes. They also found that only 20% of people predicted to commit violent crimes actually went on to do so. Compass's numbers are wrong. They are prejudiced and inaccurate. Yet these calculations have significant real-life effects. The risk assessments generated by Compass are often used when making critical decisions like who can be released from prison, how much the bail amount should be, 
and how long someone should be sentenced to jail. Compass is an algorithm that was designed to be neutral and objective and eliminate human errors and biases. Yet the algorithm actually amplified human biases and thereby amplified injustice and inequality. Defective algorithms like Compass are more widespread than we think. In October 2017, a Palestinian man was arrested by Israeli police for a Facebook post. The man had posted a picture of himself next to a bulldozer with the caption, Good morning, in Arabic. Facebook's automatic translation algorithms translated good morning in Arabic as attack them in Hebrew. The Arabic for good morning and attack them are very similar, and Facebook's algorithm chose the wrong one. The police falsely suspected the man was plotting an attack against Israel because of an algorithmic error. In 2018, MIT Media Lab researcher Joy Bulamwini, founder of the Algorithmic Justice League, co-authored an influential study showing that commercially available facial recognition programs had serious algorithmic biases against women and people of color. Here's an Axios report describing the findings of that study. AI is only as sharp as the data it learns from. For instance, a study at MIT Media Lab found that the leading facial recognition systems correctly identified white male faces 99% of the time. But with dark-skinned female faces, it made mistakes up to 35% of the time. That's likely because the data used to train the software is often overwhelmingly white and male. One widely used data set was estimated to be more than 75% male and 80% white. So although it's true that algorithms and AI are built using math, it doesn't mean that they're perfect. The examples I cited show that biased data can be inputted into algorithms and AI, causing them to be prejudiced. And sometimes our technologies themselves can make mistakes because their code is imperfect. They were coded by humans after all. This is worrisome because algorithms and AI are continuously being sewn into the fabric of our daily lives. They are involved in the allocation of housing, healthcare, hiring, banking, social services, as well as goods and service deliveries. In other words, algorithms make critical decisions that impact us directly in significant ways. Yet much of the code that make up these algorithms are hidden by private companies that own them. Therefore, we don't really know how they're designed, nor how they work. Yet we know that algorithms can be flawed and that these flaws can have devastating effects. A great book that exposes the underbelly of data science and shows how big data algorithms are increasingly used in ways that harm the poor, reinforce racism, and amplify pre-existing inequalities is Kathy O'Neill's book, Weapons of Math Destruction. O'Neill is an important voice in the world of data science, so I'll let her sum up this episode. The audio you're about to hear is from an RSA short titled, The Truth About Algorithms. Every time we build algorithms, we curate our data, we define success, we embed our values into algorithms. So when people tell you algorithms make things objective, you say no. Algorithms make things work for the builders of the algorithms. In general, we have a situation where algorithms are extremely powerful in our daily lives, but there's a barrier between us and the people building them. And those people are typically coming from a kind of homogeneous group of people who have their particular incentives. If it's 
if it's in a corporate setting, usually profit, and not usually a question of fairness for the people who are subject to their algorithms. So we always have to penetrate this fortress. We have to be able to question the algorithms themselves, especially when they're very important to us. We have to inject ethics into the process of building algorithms, and that starts with data scientists um, agreeing and signing to a Hippocratic Oath of modeling. But we have to stop blindly trusting algorithms to be fair. They are not inherently fair and start looking into what they're actually doing. We need to have more meaningful conversations about how we can have accountability and transparency for algorithms in AI. It's so important for us to talk through this together, so please let me and everyone else know what you think about this topic and share any relevant work that you've done in the forum down below. Thanks for listening and let's keep the conversation going.